Hey, this is Caleb with Count of Faithful. You can find us at countoffaithful.com or on Facebook at Count of Faithful. Or you can even check out my Instagram at Count of Faithful CJH. It has been a long time, it feels like, since I've done a podcast. Um, I always think about doing it, just never do it. Part of my uh, inability to hustle, I guess, and uh, get work done and put content out. But it is something I think about all the time. I look at the app all the time. I have the, the website open up on my desktop 24-7. And uh, anyways, so here I am doing a podcast after, I don't know, I think it's been three months since I've done my last one, something like that. And uh, really today, I uh, just want to talk to you about something that uh, I guess it bothers me, uh, rubs me the wrong way. Um, but it is what it is and it's the day and age that we live in is, but I am thankful. I'm so thankful that I could go to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And I don't have to be entertained by, uh, worship teams and, and bands and, uh, smoke machines and, uh, color lights. I don't have to be entertained by all of that. Uh, to worship God and to get something from the message. And uh, I'm glad that I go to a church that's still old-fashioned, uh, that that believes in doing things, uh, not necessarily the old-fashioned way, really, but the Bible way. And we look at old-fashioned as, oh, that's old-fashioned. You need to get it with the signs of the times and uh, you need to get up to date and all that stuff. But we just go to church. We, we sing hymns. We sing songs. We sing spiritual songs. Uh... We hear a message that's brought from the Bible. It's not brought from an iPad. It's not uh, brought from a projector. It's brought from uh, a physical book that we could touch. That's that has that's the inerrant, inspired Word of God. And um, our preacher preaches uh, from a, the Bible. Um, I would say ninety percent of the church members bring their Bible to church, and they use their Bible in church. And we're not scrolling through an iPad or an iPhone or whatever a bible app don't get me wrong there i have nothing against using the bible app on your phone because trust me i use mine quite a bit throughout the week but on sunday at god's house i have my bible and i use my bible and i love taking my bible to church and i'm instilling into my four-year-old that she needs to have her bible every service at church and while i'm talking about my four-year-old sitting in church she doesn't take a a uh, to-do bag, I guess you could say, to church. Yes, she has a notebook and she scribbles in it. She's taking notes, she says. But she doesn't have a coloring book with her 64 pack of crowns, a sticker book. She doesn't have her baby doll and her comb. She doesn't have none of that stuff. She's there at church to sit and listen and learn just like everybody else is. I remember as a kid, I couldn't take none of that to church. All I had was my Bible I had a pen that I could underline verses with when I understood, and I could underline. But my parents didn't let me color in church. They didn't let me draw in church. And if that's what you choose to do, go ahead. But, you know, I think this is my opinion because, you know, this is my podcast, my blog, my website. It is my opinion, just in case people get offended by this opinion, you know, when you let your kid color in church, when you let your kid play with toys in church, when you let your kid mess around, do all that stuff in church, you know what? 
don't be surprised when they have a hard time sitting in church at 13, 14, 15. And don't be surprised when they don't even darken the doors of a church at 22, 23, 24 years old. Don't be surprised. You let your kid grow up thinking that church was just an hour of playtime or an hour and a half of uh, to color in your coloring book or play with your baby dolls. It's just quiet, quiet playtime. That's not what church is. You're there. They're there just like you are. They're there to get something from the Word of God. Even as, at a young age, they can learn. They can, they can understand. And God God can speak to their hearts just like He speaks to your heart. And, you know, I ain't going to sit here and say that I never fell asleep in church as a kid. And my daughter, I expect her to fall asleep more than she has. But she's four. And sometimes on Wednesday nights, she can't stay awake. She doesn't stay awake. But... There's going to be an age where I'm going to expect her to stay awake the whole service because that's what she should be doing. She should be sitting there. She should be listening. She should be paying attention the best she can so that she can get something out of the message too. Anyways, that is off off my uh, subject of I'm thankful that I go to a church that doesn't have to have worship bands and all that stuff to go to church. Another thing that that, uh, I, I... look on social media and i see all these people going to quote unquote church um they dress down i'm going to worship the creator of the universe i'm going to worship god almighty you speak about worship and my worship i'm part of the worship team and i'm part of the worship band you're there in jeans and a t-shirt jeans and a hoodie whatever whatever you wear like when you go to church you should dress up and it it fathoms me to just to see how far we dress down how casual can we get when we go to church you're worshiping the king of kings you say you are you sing those songs where you say uh whatever 97 times you know and and that's the song you say you're worshiping the king of kings and lord of lords your dress sure doesn't like uh look like it when you hear the old saying and the illustration. You know, if you're going to meet the president, you would dress up. Uh, what makes the president or some CEO of a company or anybody uh, different? You know, what makes them better than God? What makes them better than Jesus Christ? What makes them better than the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? You're going there to worship them. Dress up. Put on your suit and tie. Put on your Sunday best. Look nice for Christ. What, what's wrong with that? The Bible says come out from among them and be separate. The Bible tells us that we should be set apart. We should look different. We should act different. And when you go to church, you should dress different than the world. You should dress different than the rest of the week. Especially, I, I work in a warehouse. I wear sweats and a t-shirt to work. There's no... Now, Wednesday night, sometimes running late. I have every once in a while, I do show up church in my work clothes. But I feel out of place, even on a Wednesday night. And for a while, uh, last year, I got into the habit of wearing uh, jeans and a polo shirt. And I have plenty of time to change. And after a while, I just, I knew better. I knew better. I was going to church still, even though it was Wednesday night Bible study. It was still church. It was still uh, God's house. It was still a, a time to set aside to worship Christ. I should dress up. So I, you know, I decided... Hey, I'm going to start dressing up for for church again. I'm going to put on my shirt and my tie. 
I don't wear my suit coat on Wednesday night, but I put on my suit and tie or my shirt and tie and I go to church and I, I look nice. I make sure I look presentable because I'm at church. Now, if you're getting off work um, and, you know, at 6.50 and church starts at 7 and you're ru- rushing in just to make church before the preaching starts and you got grease under your fingernails and uh, you're in your work clothes still. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You made it to church more than a lot of people do on Wednesday night. But if you can if you have the opportunity, dress up for church. You don't need all this new fashion stuff. You don't need to dress down to worship God. Hey, you're not there to make the world come in and, and feel comfortable. That's not what church is about. Now, don't get me wrong. We should have people every every Sunday, every service that they, 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 they're new Christians or, or the lost and they come into church. Hey, we should show them. Hey, this is this is what God wants you to be. This is where God wants you to be at, and that they could grow in Christianity. But they come into church and they see uh, the same type of music that they listen to all week. They see the same type of dress that they listen that they wear all week. And you know what? They're not convicted. They're not changed. They they come they come in worldly and they leave worldly and they live a worldly life. What's what what's up with these Baptist churches? so-called baptist churches that uh say they're different but they're just like the world and i trust me i've been i've been to a couple of them and you know what it not i didn't get nothing moved me nothing moved me spiritually may have moved me emotionally it may have made me tap my foot snap my fingers clap my hands raise my hands all that stuff which is fine but you know what we should be different at church we should be different Anyways, this is just a podcast, like I said, that I haven't done in a while. Just something that I've been thinking about that bugs me. When we go to church, take your Bible to church. Please, take your Bible to church. There's going to come a day when you'll get persecuted for having a Bible. And it's going to be easy for them to come in and, and take away our Bibles because most people don't even have a Bible anymore. Take your Bible to church. Use it at church. And then dress up for church. Wear your best. Whatever your best is, wear it. If you got a suit and tie, wear it. If you got a nice dress, wear it. Whatever it is, dress up for church. But you know what? More importantly, though, be in church. Find a good church to attend. Find a church that believes the King James Bible, that preaches and practices the King James Bible, that preaches that the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ and accepting Him as your Savior. Don't don't get fooled by the, the statement that if you give your life to Christ, uh, you go to heaven. That's that's not what salvation is. You can't give nothing to God to go to heaven. He already gave you what you need to go to heaven. It's up to you to accept that. And that's his son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross, shedding his blood, dying, getting put in the grave, and three days later, rising again. Now he's back up in heaven, sitting on the right hand of the Father. And he did all that for you. And that's God's gift to you. You can't give God nothing. You can't give your life to go to heaven. God gave you his son so that you go to heaven, but you have to accept that gift. But find a church that preaches that and, and grow in your Christian faith. Read your Bible, pray. And then when you go to church, dress up for church. You're going to worship the King of Kings. You're going to worship the Lord of Lords. You're going to worship God Almighty. Dress up. Don't dress down. Don't wear your Tuesday best of your sweats and your t-shirt. Find find some nice clothes. And the way we blow money on stuff in this society, on um, fast food and nice stuff, you know, 
for our houses and whatever, we could buy a nice change of clothes for Sunday. We could buy a nice suit. We could buy a nice dress to wear to church on Sunday. But just go to church. Go to a good church. Anyways, this is Caleb from Count of Faithful. You can find us at countoffaithful.com or on Facebook at Count of Faithful or you can follow me on Instagram at countoffaithfulcjh. Like I said, this is just uh, getting back into the swing of things podcast. And uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have any uh, questions, comments, quarrels, quibbles, complaints. And uh, most of all, just stay faithful.